This is episode 32 of the Christian Travelers Network. Today, we'll be talking about traveling to get away from reality. Welcome to the Christian Travelers Network, where travel stories, community, and scripture combine. Hey Christian Travelers, I'm so glad that you are here because today I was scrolling through one of my travel Facebook pages that I follow and I just saw this post and it made me literally stop what I was doing and record this podcast because I think it's something that all of us that love to travel and all of us just in general face and I just needed to speak about it. I just felt like God was really calling me to talk about this subject. And I hope it resonates with you. Um, before I really dive into that, though, I want to once again remind you to subscribe to our podcast. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram. You can find links to all of that on our website at christiantravelers.net. Yeah, I don't even know what I'm naming this podcast, which is not normally how I do things. But I'm going to read this post to you. It was something I saw on Facebook, just in a group that I follow, and this gal posted, Does the feeling of wanting to run away from life ever go away? I have everything I have wanted from a growing business to the most loving partner, but I still frequently get urges to drop everything and go be by myself around the world. I guess I'm wanting to know if others feel this way too. And instantly, she got so many replies, um, glad I'm not the only one, yes, every day, all the time, same, da-da-da-da-da-da, totally natural, it's just a part of who you are and nothing to be guilty for, wanderlust, yes, I'm just talking to a friend of mine about this, and we have the same exact thinking as you, we always feel like there's something more out in the world for us to experience, and we want to do more, be more, it's an overwhelming ache. So I completely feel you every single day, all the time. It's a fight every day to live everyday life and not want to drop everything and run away to another country. My boyfriend and I struggle with this all the time. He's traveled all over the world in his 20s. I didn't. Now I want to and he wants to settle down. There, There's still people responding to this. And I guess I just wanted to address it. Because I I hear what they're crying, but this was not a Christian travel group in any sense. It was just w- women who love to travel. And I honestly don't know how to respond. I really want to post something in there about how probably what they're really searching for is a relationship with God, and they don't even know it. They're turning to their travels as a way to find purpose and fulfillment and the first lady said like she has a wonderful spouse and a flourishing business but she's still not satisfied and how many of us can relate to that where things are going well and on the outside everything is great but on the inside we're still aching for something more And in no way am I saying travel is a bad thing or that it's bad to want to drop everything and go because sometimes God calls us to that. But what I'm hearing in these ladies 
at least my first inclination is that they're they're really longing for a relationship with God and so many times we glorify nature nowadays we glorify the world around us and make that our god and when we travel we make travel our god instead of the true god and god can use travel to speak into our hearts that is exactly why i feel called to speak on this podcast every week and bring in other christian travelers who have seen God show up in radical ways because they were outside of their comfort zone while they were traveling around their country and around the planet. But this this aching of filling ourselves with something that isn't God, that's tough. That's tough. Um, I'm going to talk a little bit about depression right now, and I want to precursor it by saying, yes, I have definitely gone through a season of depression in my life. But um, I don't experience it on a regular basis like other people. And sometimes I have made lighthearted of a very serious situation because I just don't always know how to react to anxiety and depression. It's definitely a very real thing. But um, I think everyone deals with it in a different way. So me going into this, I just want to say that um, I want to respect anyone who has walked through depression or is walking through depression and anxiety, but be honest, I guess, to my own story. My season of depression was actually last year. Moving to a new place, being dark, gruesome winters, uh, feeling very alone with not many friends around and still like trying to find my place, being in a long-distance relationship, I think just a lot of change in things kind of built upon it, and when those things built on me, I tend to look inward instead of outward, and rather than sharing with people, just like even at work, like, hey, this is what I'm working on, this is the projects going on in my life, I felt really insecure and really struggled to just get through the day, and I think all of us, in some sense, have gone through that. This um, depression, anxiety, feeling very alone. Um, sometimes getting outside of our routines, um, going and traveling is a way to kind of reconnect with ourselves, reconnect with who we are, and that's awesome. But sometimes we end up isolating ourselves and I heard this from a friend very recently. They said that Satan works best in isolation. When we're depressed and alone and just struggling um, and not sharing our struggles with other people, Satan can play on that like crazy. Whereas when we're in community with others and we're sharing our struggles and being honest that, hey, this has not been a good day, a good week, a good month, a good year, then we have people around us to like help hold us accountable, help point us back to Christ, help see those things. And I guess I want to tie this into this Facebook post that I just read and the fact that I don't know if she's walking through one of these anxious, depressed insecure seasons in life or not. Maybe you are and maybe you're not, 
but we need to be attentive to our Savior. We need to be spending time with him on a daily basis in his word, letting him speak into our lives and not just to read through scripture, but to let it actually like resonate with us, to change us, to shape us, to mold us. Um, and if we're not letting that happen, we're going to keep searching for that fulfillment, that satisfaction and who we are and where we are our whole lives and we won't find it. It's only in Christ that we have that. So I guess if I, if you relate to this person that wants to just drop everything and run, which I totally have been that person and I still plan someday in my life to take a year-long trip and travel the world, but if it is coming out of a place where you're just not fulfilled, I pray that you take that to the cross. I pray that you uh, set that before God's feet and just ask him to fill you up. Ask him to surround you with Christian people who can just pour into you and point him to you, point you to him. And that if you do go take that trip, that during that time, he challenges you. He puts your faith to the test in that season and really surrounds you with people who are going to walk with you for life out of that and people from around the globe that are going to care about you and want to pour into you. That is my prayer for you. I'm just so thankful to get to have this podcast where I get to talk about faith and travel because I don't I didn't start this really knowing where it was going, and I still don't completely know. God has a total plan for this, but I hope that this message resonates with you right now, and in some way, you find some peace and solace, but because we just talked about how our identity comes from Christ and Christ alone, I want to read a verse with you. Actually, I just looked up some verses, and there's some amazing ones out there about our identity in Christ, and so I'm going to read a couple of them for you, and then I think we're going to jump over to John 15, so if you want to head there now, awesome. Um, I'll see you there in a second, but I want to show you a couple other amazing verses. Genesis 1:27. So God created mankind in his own image. In the image of God, he created them. Male and female, he created them. Before sin entered the world, you were made in the image of God. What an amazing masterpiece you are. Jeremiah 1.5 Before I formed you in the womb, I knew. Before you were born, I set you apart. I appointed you as a prophet to the nations. Before you were created, before your parents had sex, before your grandparents had sex, before da 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 he knew you. He knew how many hairs were on your head. He knew your first, middle, and last name. He knew what your favorite color is, what your least favorite food is, what your biggest pet peeve is, and what brings you the greatest joy. Galatians 2.20 I have been crucified with Christ, and I no longer live, but Christ lives in me. The life I now live in the body, I live by faith in the Son of God, who loved me and gave himself for me. 
Ephesians 2.10, for we are God's handiwork, created in Christ Jesus to do good works, which God prepared in advance for you, for us to do. You have purpose. You are his child, and your purpose is known. 2 Timothy 1.7, but our citizenship is in heaven, and we eagerly await a savior from there, the Lord Jesus Christ. This world is temporary, and heaven is our home. But if you would jump over to John 15 with me, we see this parable of the father being the vine dresser, pruning his fruit so that we produce fruit. He prunes us. He walks us through tough seasons of life so that we bear fruit, so that we bear testimony to him, so that he can be there in our foundation even when the world around us crumbles. And then, starting in verse 12, This is my commandment, that you love one another as I have loved you. Greater love has no one than this, that someone lay down his life for his friends. The greatest sacrifice? That's Christ. He lay down his life for all of us. You are my friends if you do what I command you. No longer do I call you servants, for servant, for the servant does not know what his master is doing. But I have called you friends, for all that I have heard from my father I have made known to you. You did not choose me, but I chose you and appointed you, that you should go and bear fruit, and that your fruit should abide, so that whatever you ask the father in my name, he may give it to you. These things I command you, so that you will love one another. There's a lot in that little section, but if I had to pick out some key things, it would be that we are not servants, but friends of God because, because he has made known to us God the Father's will. Through scripture, through the way that Jesus lived and walked, he helped us understand who God the Father, the creator is, who the Son is, who the Holy Spirit is. And what our relationship to God is meant to look like. What our relationship to others is meant to look like. God has made that known unto us. And we didn't choose God. We're too sinful and self-centered for that. But God chose you. He gave you a purpose. And that was to bear fruit. And he is with you every single step of that way. Every single step of that journey. And we get to call upon God's name for direction in our life every single day. A lot of things in this in this podcast. I know this is maybe a not so exciting side of travel. A side of travel where sometimes we're running away from things looking for God. And not even knowing it always. But I hope right now, whatever is going on in your life, I hope that you are finding a closer relationship with him. And if you are traveling that that leads you even closer to him as well. I am praying for every single one of my listeners, and I am praying um, that in this Christmas season, that all of you are filled with joy that surpasses all understanding, and that you get to share that joy with others who are also searching for their purpose and their direction. Until next time, safe travels, and God bless.